0: You're listening to Comedy Central. I, uh, my whole family's still down there in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi. Thanks for your support. <laughs> I was down there in August hanging out with my crazy redneck Aunt Sheila. We were sitting on her back porch and she put her arm around me and she was like, Tig, it's pretty outside, don't it? It's like yeah Sheila it does because it did it really really had
1: all right that was Tig Nataro from her Comedy Central half hour hello everybody this is stand up with Tom Takar. I'm Tom Dakar. It's good to be here for another week. Got a bunch of good comedy for you. And as always, I am joined by the best producer in the damn business, Coach T. How are you, buddy? I'm
0: well, man. What's going on with you?
1: Not a whole lot. I am. Uh, I'm in New York. I'm quarantining. We got a bunch of emails. I'm going to try to get through some today. Uh, by the way, if I have not gotten back to your email, I plan to. I'm sorry. There's a, there are a few that I haven't gotten to yet, and I plan to. Some of them are like uh, the joke detective shit that I I think I know the answer, and I don't want to, I, I want to figure out if I know it before I uh, get back. I don't want to just send you something. Uh, by the way, joke detective, big hit. Good work, coach. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's you, man. We got to figure this shit out. We got to get to the bottom of it. We've got more <laughs> for it at the, se- at the second half of the show, but I do want to read, I got an email... Uh, that I wanted to read up top the, this this uh this episode um I'm playing some stuff that was inspired by emails partially but uh this is just one I wanted to get to cuz I uh it it it's something I wanted to recommend but I got a an email we got an email it says hey Tom and coach uh, I was wondering if you had any recommendations for any feminist comedians or queer comedians or if you have a friend who could recommend some uh love the show hope you're all doing well and um of course we do. We've already played some, but uh yeah, there's there's tons of great queer oh. comics that I'll, we'll recommend here.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: I, I got to get this
0: I got to get this correct. You want feminist comedians? Feminist and or it sounds like queer comedians. Yes. Oh, those are a little redundant.
1: Comedian. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Femin-
1: yeah, you don't see a lot of People who are queer who are like and fuck women like it's pretty rare, but I guess I, they probably exist. There's the Milo I, types or whatever.
0: I've never heard a stand up routine that wasn't in support of feminists and queer. Is that true? I've never. What is this? You can't say that. So you get booed off. You get canceled immediately. Oh man, <laughs> you're not seeing. You have the, here's the
1: thing, Coach. You're in the club. You're at the, I'm in the club. store. You're not seeing the dredges of this shit, man. The dregs of the comedy world that we all see. That that is uh,
0: unspeakable. You can't talk like that out
1: here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wanted to recommend some some queer comics for this person, because uh, she asked for yeah feminist and uh, queer comedians. I got I got a list uh, here. Some of my favorite comics: uh, Julio Torres. Lorelai Ramirez, Patty Harrison, Anna Fabrega, Irene Tu, Jeannie Yashere. Uh, there's plenty more, but that's that's a short list of people you can check out if you're looking for hilarious uh queer comedians. Um and by the way, send us emails at suttpod at gmail dot com. Uh we've been getting a ton. People love your voice, coach. I, I'm telling you, man. You gotta you gotta tweet it, coach. Uh, oh, yeah, coach yeah. underscore T like the drink. Yeah, and tell him how Fine I, his voice. Is. No, no, don't do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say something though. But um, somebody, that? somebody from the show found me on Twitter. Yes. And they wanted and they asked a question about the song that we play, like right Ooh. after. And they wanted to know like where it was. And then you know my you know I had some tweets blow up, and so I lost like it got lost in my mentions, and I'm not too good at finding shit. And so sure. I'm new to Twitter. It's my first year so um you're killing it on there <laughs> now <laughs> no, with coach t it's my first year trying i've been signed up for a while but um but I don't know, like, the music, just so anyone's aware, like, the music is from a corporate library. It's pretty stale, and I do what I can to spice it up. So I don't think any of the music is available anywhere else. It's like, <laughs> you you got to get a job at Viacom
1: if you want to hear this shit.
0: Viacom CBS. That's what <laughs> shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, but like, no, you
1: kill it with what you're given, though. I, I love the way you, uh, you slide
0: the music in there. It sounds good as hell. I try very um, hard. I don't want to be stale.
1: You're killing it, coach. I was You're a DJ in
0: another it. life. You were yeah. Once the are you gonna go back to DJing when this all comes back? I have no idea what the future holds. Yeah. I would love to DJ, but I'm like, who the hell knows what happened? The world is changing so fast every day. I know, man. I, I we talked about it a little bit uh
1: last episode that we recorded. I think we're just gonna be an episode between now and then. But uh I, I did live stand up and I gotta tell you, I probably won't do it again. At least outside of New York until 2021, because um, yeah. it people are getting it. It's nobody's taking this shit seriously, and it's uh, what do you mean? It's no one's crazy out in the world. The joke the seriously? Shit. Or the no, 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 shit. no, no, no. The comedy actually was pretty fun. It was nice to do live stand-up again, but it was weird. Uh, and it, I, here's one thing I will say because I think when we talked about it, I had only done one show. The next night, I did another one. It comes back. You're it, it was immediately it was back like the first show I was like a little clunky and then the second one it was as if I had been doing stand-up this whole time so that was a relief the only thing is you're not getting better at the same rate that you were before but uh you don't you know you don't lose it in a few months you know it was weird also to be away like have you been because I know you've been able to work for a lot of this time and stuff have you gotten time away from you live with uh your wife? Yep, live with my wife. Yeah, you live with your wife. So you guys are around each other constantly. Constantly. My my girlfriend and I I realized there was not a moment that we weren't in like in communication for like the last 5 months basically or yeah. 4 months whatever it's been. And uh so it's it occurred to me. I had this happen the other day and uh I I don't think I said this when we recorded last, but Uh, we, we talk constantly in our home. We have, we live in New York. We had a small apartment, so we're constantly within earshot of each other. We're just always talking. But my girlfriend does this thing where she'll talk to me while I'm in the bathroom. And that's the one time I don't want anybody talking to me while I'm in the bathroom. Whoa. And so she stopped doing that, but she's been texting me while I'm in the bathroom. Whoa. (laughs) And it's like, I'm going to see you in a minute. But the other day I was, uh, I was in the bathroom and she texted me something funny and I I texted ha, "ha and then I realized that our apartment's so small that she can hear me. And so I had, and I didn't say "ha ha." I just wrote "ha ha." And then I had to, I had to go "ha ha" in the bathroom. I was all paranoid. I was like, she's gonna know I'm lying about my "ha <laughs> oh
0: man, that's intense connection right there.
1: Yeah, it is claustrophobic in here. But it's good. I everybody's saying it, it, it zooms your relationship up. Uh or it rips like it, it apart. Well yeah, exactly. But that's that's it. It fa- it puts everything in fast forward. So if you were gonna, you know, break up soon, now uh you're really feeling it. And uh if you're if it's getting better, it's just gonna it's just getting better and better. Um Having said all that, we should probably get to some clips um i have uh a couple specials i want to plug that just came out and uh that leads me into the first clip so uh one of my some of my favorite comics uh carmen lynch nori davis they just put out specials uh i don't know i think i know nori's is on uh youtube i believe Uh, or maybe you have to buy it go to his instagram uh, nori davis same with carmen lynch both hilarious comics and the first comic i'm going to play today just put out a special as well he's uh just a legend of comedy the road etc uh greg warren one of the funniest guys around and the other clip i got for you is jasper red both hilarious comics here is greg warren and jasper red
3: My
2: parents have been married for 40 years. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know, I know, uh, they've, been, they've been fighting for 39. <laughs> they're fighting over the dryer. My mom says we need a new dryer. My, my dad says we don't. The fights are getting mean. I, I think they're gonna start taking out those political attack ads against each other. Colleen Warren wants a new dryer. We don't need a new dryer. (laughs) Colleen Warren wants to waste our money, money that could be spent on a new security system for this home. Colleen Warren wants terrorists to invade our home. (laughs) This ad was paid for by me because I'm the one with the damn job in this house. (laughs) Jerry Warren says the dryer isn't broken. Just like he said, the air conditioner wasn't broken, the car wasn't broken, and our son Greg's arm wasn't broken. <laughs> Haven't we had enough of Jerry Warren? <laughs> this ad was paid for by Jerry Warren, and he doesn't even know it. You <laughs> were. Uh, you ever get to the point in your life when you're like, ah, I met enough people. I think I might be there. My friend Kurt called me the other day. He goes, he goes yeah, man, you got to meet my buddy, Paul. I'm like, ah, I don't want to meet Paul, but I did. We all went to lunch, me and Kurt and Paul. First thing Paul says to me, he goes, he goes yeah, Greg, I like to work hard and play hard. I'm like, yep, I knew I wasn't gonna like Paul. (laughs) Then he asked me, what about you, Greg? You like to work hard and play hard? I don't know, Paul. I've never been in a light beer commercial before. (laughs) What does that mean? Let let, let, let me guess, you work an extra 15 minutes at the office, then you and your two buddies from accounting go split a pitcher of beer. (laughs) That's not working hard and playing hard, Paul. I know a guy in Houston, Texas, okay? He he works on an oil rig. Yeah, it's that guy right there. I, I, this guy, he works on an oil rig. He goes out in the ocean. He drills oil, like like 18 hours a day, 30 days at a time. Then he comes home with like 15 grand in his pocket and blows it all on hookers and booze in about four hours. <laughs> that is working hard and playing hard. <laughs> Paul. I was in the military, um... Uh, kind of. Uh, <laughs> I, I went to West Point my, my first year of college. Uh, yeah, I, 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 did don't clap, I quit. I, uh, I quit, I was, I was a quitter in the Army, that's what I was. That was a, <laughs> official title, I think, actually. I, I didn't do well there, I got yelled at all the time. This guy, uh, Cadet Wilson, he, he would just get in my face all the time. Listen up, troop! Do you want a pain in the ass? No, sir, do you want a pain in the ass? No, sir, do you want a pain in the ass? No, sir, I think you do, Warren. I will give you a pain in the ass, a damn good one too. I did not know how to convince that guy that I did not want a pain in the ass, right? Let alone a damn good one, you know? I didn't know the difference between a damn good one and a damn bad one, frankly. I mean, m- maybe subconsciously I did want a pain in the ass, but not Cadet Wilson. May- maybe a girlfriend who gave me the business every now and then. That- that's as much of a pain in the ass as I, as- as I would want, right? <laughs> we-, we used to have to do drills in, in the Army. We-, we used to have to do the hand grenade drill. That, that was a two-man drill. Uh, basically, my job was i had to take the hand grenade and i had to throw it in the bunker. Okay. Wasn't a real one, I had to pretend like it was, but before I threw it in the bunker, I had to signal my buddy Barons, who was on watch out, okay? This is what I did. I took the hand grenade, I threw it in the bunker, and I forgot to signal Barons. They got very upset with me. <laughs> Warren, you forgot to signal your buddy! You killed your buddy, Warren! You <laughs> killed Barons. They, they made Barons lie down in the dirt like he was dead. <laughs> Like, Warren, apologize to Barons for killing Barons. I was like, Barons, I'm sorry that I killed you. It's okay, Warren. Shut up, Barons, you're dead. Right? I mean, it, nobody mentioned that I accomplished the mission. I mean, I blew up the bunker. Sure, we lost Barons. But there's going to be casualties in any conflict. I mean, wh- why did I have to signal Barons in the first place? Wh- what did he think I was doing at the bunker? Selling f-ing insurance? The army takes the fun out of everything. Some stuff even sounded like it would be fun, right? Tomorrow, obstacle course. Cool, turns out not cool at all. The army could take the fun out of a water slide, they could. Get down that water slide, Warren! Slide, Warren! Slide, Warren! That is not the proper water slide position, Warren! Arms perpendicular to the slide! Mouth wide open as to indicate having fun on the slide! Slide, Warren! Slide, Warren! Get off my water slide, Warren! Tomorrow, we will add water to the slide! We've all got problems, don't we? I ate 53 Oreos last night. I bought them at the grocery store at two in the morning. When you're buying cookies at two in the morning, you don't want to talk to anybody, do you? You just want to go home and eat your cookies by yourself in the dark. You don't want to talk to Shannon the little checkout girl with the name tag, but Shannon always has some sort of cute comment for me. Ooh, somebody's hungry. (laughs) You shut your whore mouth, Shannon. (laughs) I bet crackheads don't have to deal with that when they buy their bad habit, do they? I bet there's no, ooh, somebody likes crack. I hate Shannon. I just get hungry, you know. I was at the restaurant today, I just wanted to eat. I didn't want to talk to the waiter, but he came up and gave me one of these. So, have you ever eaten here before? No, but I bet I can figure it out. Let me guess, a thing in your hand is a menu. I I point to an item, you make it, I eat it, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe here, every 15 minutes in a orangutan drives a riding mower full of food through the restaurant and I gotta throw a ping pong ball at the item that I want, but if that's the case, I don't wanna eat here in the first place. <laughs> then, then they wanna congratulate you on your order, you know? I'll have the chicken with broccoli and a side of pasta. Excellent choice, sir. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I've been working on that one for a while. I didn't know if you like it, but I thought I'd just bring it right out. I mean, I mean, I thought it might be good, but excellent. Woo! I'm on fire tonight. My, my uncle Earl, he, uh, he, he listens to the baseball game every night and he spends the whole game complaining that the announcer is not telling him the score frequently enough. But it's all he wants to hear is a score. So he just shouts at the radio, what's the score, fat ass? What's the score, moron? What's the score, fat moron ass? Like his idea of the perfect broadcast would be this, the score is three to two. Three to two is the score, the score is three to two. One team has three, the other team has two. The team of three is beating the team of two by a margin of one, the score is three to two. Hey, folks, if you've just joined us, the score is three to two. We're going to go down to the field now for a special report. Bob, what's going on down there? Larry, down here, the score is three to two. (laughs) Well, let's take a closer look at that score. Now, the number three, that is an odd number, also a prime number, only divisible by itself. It's one less than four, one more than two. That means if the team of two were to get one more run, the score would then be three to three. Whoa, let's not get ahead of ourselves, Bob. Right now, the score is three to two. (laughs) Now, that's a damn good broadcast right there. That son of a bitch ought to get him an Emmy Award or something like that. Thanks a lot, you guys. Thank you.
4: Even though the Klan hate blacks, I actually respect the Ku Klux Klan. And I know that's kind of weird for a brother to say, but I do, because I realize they the greatest haters. (laughs) That's right. They the number one haters ever. You may think you hate something, but it's just a pet peeve (laughs) compared to the Klan and how they rolling with it, man. Because, you know, we all got our dislikes. For instance, I don't like people who snore. That gets underneath my skin. But I ain't about to form an organization over that. Yeah. I ain't about to get in a costume I designed, hit the street looking for loud ass snores, you know? That's why I can never be a racist. Too lazy. Yeah, if I was white and a racist, I'd have to be in the Ku Klux Reserves. come in on the weekend, you know what I mean? <laughs> but if, even though the Klan is out there, skinheads get me worse than the Klan. Cause they hate black people so much, they cut off their damn hair. <laughs> That's some serious hate when your hair get involved in the equation. <laughs> like I cannot stand black people. Fill up me clippers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Them golden curls is holding my hate down, man. <laughs> now I can feel that racist synergy. <laughs> 2005, I decided I wanted to get out the South, and I moved to San Francisco, California. Yeah. And living in San Francisco, I had a roommate, gay dude named Rob, white guy. We still tight to this day. That's my boy. But uh, when we first started hanging out, you know, me and Rob would have social discussions. And me and Rob being gay, me being black, he to say, like, yeah, Jasper, you know, we kind of go through the same discriminations and persecutions. Which is true, because people are homophobic just as they are racist. But I had to point out to my boy, Rob, that he had a luxury that blacks and other minorities don't share. Which is, he can be in the closet. (laughs) You facilitate me, he can have a double identity. You can't be an in the closet black person. You will actually have to stay in a damn closet to pull that off. Hey, who freestyling in my closet? Like you can't shock nobody at the family reunion like uh <clears throat> ding 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 ding. Uh I don't mean I don't mean to disturb the feast and whatnot, but I need to get something off my chest. Mom, dad, <laughs> granny. I'm a Negro. All right. I'm yeah. I'm tired of sneaking behind y'all back and playing basketball. Y'all need to accept me for who I am. I can't pretend to be Hawaiian anymore. Even though this was a bomb ass luau. Man, I actually wish I was Hawaiian. Yeah, it's not not just a joke, you know. I wish I was Hawaiian, full-blooded. And not just for the punch, even though that's a nice perk. That punch be slamming. But I wanna be Hawaiian because I realize when it comes to racism, Hawaiians don't catch the racist grief like everybody else. You don't know nobody who hates a Hawaiian. Ain't nobody out in the suburbs peeking out their window like, what the hell? Who's this moving in with these flower shirts? Hey. Philip, come here, dog. Think we got some damn Hawaiians moving in that dog. Bunch of beat and mother. Yeah, get <laughs> yeah, my clippers.
2: Yeah, nah, nah, nah,
4: nah. Now, I got a little question for y'all. How many clap if you're on a flat screen television? All right, yeah. Some of y'all are apprehensive, don't want to clap. Like I'm a break into your house after the show. But dig this, your boy ain't really on the plasma flat-screen bandwagon just yet, man. You know? And I know they slowly and surely taking over for people's home entertainment, but I ain't getting on the bandwagon. Because these flat-screen TVs, I feel, are a prime example of how our culture now has become way too obsessed with being thin. (laughs) Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. We done made TVs feel insecure and self-conscious about they damn weight, man. That's a shame. Cause I'm old school. I'm from the eighties. That's where they made me at. I like a TV with some back, you feel me? Mm. Some with some junk in the trunk. Something to put your prime picture on, you know what I mean? Something to grab hold of, you can get evicted out your apartment. You need that. But I realized that's what technology does and do. They take things that's big and huge at first, and then they get smaller and make it small and compact. And that's why I'm very, very afraid for black men. (laughs) Beginning in bed with my sweetie. She looked down below. She's like, Jasper, what the hell happened? Oh. Damn, Laquita, I forgot to tell you. Verizon got hold of her brother. It's the new Blackberry. Go ahead. Check your email. Now, even though I'm from Tennessee, I live in Los Angeles now. Uh, I've been living there for the past three years, you know, getting adjusted, and I've become a little bit more savvy living in L.A. Like I recently figured out how to avoid getting parking tickets out there. I got rid of my windshield wipers. <laughs> <laughs> Holler at your boy. That's right. When they come up to your car and see that, they don't know what to do, man. They like. All right, Tempo, you win this time. <laughs> and that joke is autobiographical. I drive before a Tempo. <laughs> but I'm praying to get a Taurus. But right now, I got that Tempo life. And I was driving down the freeway in LA one lovely afternoon, listening to a mixtape. <laughs> and as I'm driving, this car getting on to the freeway cut me off. And I hold my horn at homeboy to let him. No, I was displeased with his decision. But that didn't quite cut the mustard for your boy. A light bulb went off above my head. I think car horns should sound like gunshots. (laughs) Yeah, I want to get a patent on that, because the sound of a horn is not representing my roll rage properly. I need some rat-a-tat-tat coming out of my steering wheel, man. You feel me? Because I ain't never been angry with someone and had an urge to to a trumpet. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I ain't really a violent person. I just want to simulate gunfire out of my steering wheel <laughs> for cathartic reasons. Because, you know, I can never actually shoot a gun. I don't even own a gun. Because I know gun violence is a serious problem in this country. I ain't trying to make light of it. In fact, we got a saying. Guns do not kill people. People kill people. Yeah, y'all heard that? Yes, in the streets. But to me, it's kind of a vague saying. I don't quite grasp. That's like somebody going, look y'all, cameras don't take pictures. (laughs) Pictures take pictures. Better believe that now, nah, brother. <coughs> Toasters don't toast, toast. <laughs> toast, toast, toast. Yeah. Open your third eye.
1: was Greg Warren and Jasper Red both great comics, and I played them specifically for a reason. One is that Greg Warren did just put an album out, but I also got an email from someone that I really liked uh, and that I wanted to address because um, it touched on something that I felt very deeply. And this is from uh, Miriam. She said, uh, hi, I am a high schooler who is a total comedy nerd and love your show. I have a couple requests for you about some comedy you could play. Uh, watching comedy with my family is an awesome way to bond, but it can be hard finding clean comedians who won't make us feel awkward. So she she's asking for clean comics, but she addresses something that I think is interesting, which is that Uh, She says, by clean, it's fine if a comic curses, but I mean more someone who doesn't talk about sex. Also, if they don't admit they've done drugs, that's a plus because my mom will begin to rain down the fire upon us about how we should run away if someone ever so much as thinks that uh, something smells like weed. Uh, And then she goes on to say the comedians that she likes that her parents can watch. Uh, with her and she it's funny because she kind of shits on a couple that I. so I'm not going to read this
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) uh, but she uh, yeah then she gets into um, political comedy and stuff but I wanted to talk about uh, what she talks about with watching comedy with her family and I totally relate to this I I get it have you done this coach where you're like you love a comic and then you're like oh wait (laughs) you try to watch it with your family and it's like (laughs) It makes Tom, everybody uncomfortable, and you're like, oh,
0: damn Tom, it. Tom, despite of what the news portrays black people, I have no family. I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> there's no sitting with your family. I'm from I, the hood, the hood, Tom. Here's the thing. What about your wife's family? <laughs> I would never watch comedy with them. Really? But I will, what I will say, because I'm not around them like that. Not because I don't like it. They live in another city. Sure. But uh, I will say this. I bought my wife, he, my my mother-in-law, Hee-Haw. <laughs> Which is like some old show. Yes, yes. Because she always had it like on the infomercial, and I kind of watch it with them. But they're from Portugal, so they like bullfighting. That's what we watch.
1: Sure, sure. All right, fair enough. I will say. So I didn't grow up watching. Like I don't have a a traditional so and so. Like I watch stuff with my mom, basically. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's it is weird sometimes where like we watch movies all the time too, and it's the same deal. Where I wish there was a site. Where it would tell you exactly when some weird sex scene's about to happen, so you could be like, "Oh, yeah. that's too bad. I have to yeah. go to the bathroom right that right yeah, now." Mr. Skin, don't worry about pausing it. Yeah, Mr. Skin, but like for people who don't want to see it.
0: Oh, who don't? Uh, want oh, I don't. Come yeah, on. Yeah. it's a waste of internet space. <laughs> I, I, oh, I have to say this. I have to say this because I'm yeah. lying. I'm lying. I'm misremembering my childhood. Me and my mother. <laughs> me and my mother used to go crazy for the Sinbad specials. Sinbad yes. is a black folk hero. Sinbad
1: is great. That's a great example of somebody you can watch with your family and everybody's going to have a good time. Everybody. He's hilarious. He is hilarious. That's a barbecue comic. <laughs> <laughs> it is there's something for everybody in there. Uh it's it's great. He's he's a killer and he famously has said I think he's his quote is that he's never bombed. And mm. I truly curious if that's true but i'm gonna take him at his word because i've i've never heard of him bombing. so there you go but i i have some other wrecks for people you can watch with your family who are clean and in the way that they don't talk about sex stuff a ton uh one is at the opening of the show the first three clips i played basically are all comics uh i think jasper has a little bit of weed stuff in there but uh, I didn't play that because of exactly this I totally understand what you mean when you're around people who are like for some reason drug humor is just as bad as the worst thing that anybody could do so I, I feel you uh, here's some other comics you can check out who are safe to watch with your family and are also hilarious uh, I got Brian Regan, uh, Nate Bargatze, Andy Woodhull uh, this comic I'd met uh, on the road named Mandel is one of the funniest people I've ever met. Have you ever seen Mandel? No, no, no I'm familiar. It's, he changed his name. I asked him what his name... I didn't even realize he was clean, but he he was making me laugh so much just hanging out. And I asked him why his name was Mandel, and he goes, oh, it's like a man sandal. And I was like, I know what the word means, man. And he was like, well, that's why that's my name. And it turns out he's obsessed with man sandals. Oh, boy. <laughs> he's really funny. You got to check him out. He's on Instagram and stuff. I've been sharing his stuff. He really makes me laugh. Uh, also, Preacher Lawson uh, from America's Got Pre- Talent. Preacher's clean? I believe Preacher to be clean.
0: Yeah. Oh, man.
1: Rob Hayes, also safe.
0: Uh, a lot oh. of Jackie Cation stuff. Hey, what um, about Tony Barker? I feel like he's clean, right? I don't know about that. Is, is that guy's he? That hilarious. I feel like he's clean. I don't remember. i seen him do a couple sets. I don't remember. Well, him. there you go. Check him out. Mm. Uh, Yeah, throw... Th- whatever
1: you got, throw him in there. Um, Yeah, all those people, pretty safe to watch with your family. I love uh, Jasper Red and Greg Warren. I like comics. I don't know that Jasper's always clean. I just know that the stuff I picked, I'm pretty sure, is, uh, is pretty family-friendly from him. But I like comics who... here's the thing. I like a pretty big diversity of comedy. Like I'm pretty eclectic in my taste. I like clean. I like dirty. I like political. I like it all. If it's good, it's good. Um, That's why I like doing this show is that I, I get to dig through all this shit and find stuff that I enjoy from all different walks of life. But one thing I don't like uh, often is if somebody's clean and then that's their whole marketing. Like if you go to their website, it's like, uh, number one clean comedian You're like oh, This guy's gonna suck There's no way this is good So these are people The best clean comics Do not make it their whole brand uh, And a lot of times The people who do make it their whole brand I'm not I don't really fuck with uh,
0: Personally But that's Ooh. just
1: me um, Yeah So those are my Clean comedy suggestions And like I said Greg Warren Has a new special out Right now Look him up He's He's great Jasper Red, one of the first comedians I worked with, and he was a delight to be around, and just such a funny voice. Hey, that was I, I love his rhythm of talking. He's just he's so funny. His his choice in how to pronounce certain words. I remember really really loving. I think I used the clip in here about him. Uh, I think he cut my favorite line in this half hour. Maybe he wrote it after because uh, when I opened for him, he had this joke about. Um, how flat screen TVs? Oh yeah, oh, that, right. was there. that was in yeah, there. Yeah, did he have the thing where he I th- goes? I think he made the cut. Yeah, I want a TV with some back on it, something you could put a Nintendo on, and <laughs> I love that. It's so funny. I don't think that line is in oh, there. That might, might, be, might not be in there, but, but uh, he's I I really really love him. Um, yeah, he used to tour with uh, comedians at comedy like the Galifianakis, Maria Bamford crew, and uh, just just such a funny, nice dude. So follow his stuff, and yeah, like I said, Greg Warren, killer. Uh, I got another Joke Detective for this week. Oh, boy. Joke Joke Detective! (laughs) The world is full of a million jokes, but who did it? And what was that one that you liked? Here on Joke Detective, Tom Takar helps you find the joke that you seek and the justice that you need. So, uh, this is Joke Detective... Um, I want to f- do a follow-up on the last joke, Detective. I got a bunch of emails from people who thought they figured it out. I watched the clip that they sent. I go, they got it. They, they nailed it. it. They got it. I said they got it. It, it was the thing about the yoga instructor yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, the guy who um, goes and wants to learn fighting moves. Three people sent me this clip where they were like, look, I found it. I watched the clip. I go, they found it. They wow. did it. And then somebody else sent me a different one. This was something from Dr. Demento that somebody sent me. And I watch it. I go, that is clearly it. It's a guy who's waiting to learn fighting moves. It's like a, it's like a little skit, basically, that, uh, that's on, um, that was on Dr. Demento. I send it to our buddy Thomas, who asked for this bit. He goes, thank you so much. That is not it. What? <laughs> he goes, that is not the bit. So oh, we're still on, on the lookout for that one. He's hitting he- on you. <laughs> Stop accusing the listeners of hitting me all the, the damn
0: time, coach. You found it. We found it. We
1: found it. Our audience it. found just enjo- it. Here's what I say if we find one that's that close, come just on. Enjoy that bit now. Like, it's Maybe over. He's that other wrong. one doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, no, he said, sorry for putting this up in your head. I hope you aren't too overwhelmed by my request. He's such a sweet. So many of the people who reach out are, are very nice people. So we appreciate it. And by the way, keep the rate, uh, ratings and reviews coming in. Subscribe, all that good stuff. Share with a friend. We appreciate that stuff. But uh, we do have another uh, joke detective that we are uh, that I that I want to read for you guys. This is from uh, a guy named Eric, and I thought I knew this one, and then I realized I was misremembering the joke that I was uh, thinking of, but. Eric says, "Hey Tom, I need your help finding a bit that I heard around seven years ago. Ooh. It's a male comedian. He talks about having, or he he talks about how his small kids uh, had a conversation about making his day miserable. He says one kid tells the other and spill his chocolate milk, but look him in the eyes when you do it. I got him on the ropes. Now get in there, go go go. Uh, he says I'd appreciate the help as this bit has been stuck in my head for a long time." Keep it up. I've been loving the podcast. Uh, well, Eric, I thought I knew this one, but I I looked it up and it was a different bit. Uh, I don't want to get too into the details, but there's uh, there are a few comics who talk about how their kids torture them, it turns out. Um, so if that bit sounds familiar to to you, please email us at pod at gmail.com. Uh,
0: this has been Joke Detective for this week. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> so hold on so we let's 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 clean it up just a little bit so yes so clue number one is is a male comedian it's a male comedian clue number kids. two has,
1: has kids. kids more than one kid more than one kid more than one kid so i was thinking maybe a jim gaffigan um mm-hmm. yeah but that's i don't think that's
0: it and so uh, so uh, kids uh, kids that can talk and it was seven years ago. So it was seven you know. years. So these are probably teens now. Yes, these are. They probably got their own little thotty Instagrams by now. They might have their own podcast. Exactly. At this point. Exactly. So so these are teen. They got to be teenagers now. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, they're, they're not
1: lactose intolerant. This comedian because he has true. chocolate milk. Okay. And yeah I think that's all the clues we have here. That's it about safe, it all we got.
0: Is it safe to say that that doesn't sound like a a weekend dad that sounds like a dad who lives with the with the with the wife i I don't know if that is safe is that reaching? Say.
1: I think here's where every detective fucks up, coach, and I'm sorry. <laughs> but you start making you, uh assumptions? this is have you ever played Clue, coach? You start making assumptions like that, then you got to you got to you're in a tangled up mess and you don't even know where the wrong thread started and it's threads like that. All it's right, like when you're doing right. the crossword and you start answering shit that you don't actually know <laughs> and then your crawl your whole thing's messed up. All so right, we can't make right. an assumption like that. Okay. Because it could actually be the other way. I I might even go as far to say it could be that he is a weekend dad because, his, and that's why his kids are so angry at him,
0: mm. and that's
1: why they want to get back to him. So, see, this could go either way.
0: That's a funnier bit. What you got?
1: <laughs> well, as a kid from a broken home, like, that's the that's the uh, angle that I would take. Um, okay, okay, all right. The so clues yeah. are out there. Uh, all right, we got one last clip here. And this is not, this one's not clean. So if you're listening with your parents for some reason, you may not want to uh, have them listen to this with you. But it is funny as hell. Uh, I love this set from Ray Sonny's uh, Comedy Central stand up featuring. This is a killer set. It's on Comedy Central stand up's YouTube page. So here is Ray Sonny.
3: My friends got me pork products. I never had fun or pork products until I was 20. And uh, what happened was my college roommate, she ordered Papa John's pizza. And uh, I was poor, so I took a bite. She got bacon bits on it. And I was like, wow, this is delicious. Did you know God doesn't exist? That is so strange. I just figured that out right now. God does not exist. Uh, I don't know. You know, Muslims get a bad rap, and I really hate it. My parents are great people. It's just that fried pig bags are a better thing than people. And (laughs) so that's where we are right now. Uh, I'm a terrible person who loves reality television. Uh, I love it. I love it so much. And I love uh, VH1 reality TV shows. They're a very simple formula you get uh, six terrible women in a room being terrible to each other. Often they are black because black women are funny. And so my friend's like, how can you watch this show? It makes black women look terrible. I'm like, nah, it makes those black women look terrible. I look fantastic. I'm on the couch drinking my drink. I ain't throw it at anybody. That was Evelyn. I look amazing. My homie was like, okay, okay. All right, it makes black women look terrible, you cool with it, but doesn't it bother you these women on TV because they use their bodies to get money from athletes? Doesn't that bother you? Why would that bother me? Men get so mad at women for getting by on their looks. Like it's not men letting women get by on their looks. It's not me doing it. I've never given a pretty bitch anything. Not homework help, not a pencil case, not a cake recipe. Apple on TV because you like titties. It has nothing to do with me. Men are, men get so mad at women for things men do. It's crazy. Like, uh, men get mad at women for misandry. Oh, you hate men? Hating men wasn't my idea, that's your idea. The first person to tell me to stay away from niggas was my daddy. He was like, stay away from boys. Why? Because y'all nice?
1: (laughs) All right, that was Ray Sani from her Comedy Central stand-up featuring set that's on the Comedy Central stand-up YouTube page. Full set is hilarious. That was just a short little segment of it. I love the whole thing. And if you liked the show today, just like Netflix has their algorithm, I've got the Tom Tucker algorithm. If you liked Greg Warren, check out my buddy Brendan Ayer. He opens for Greg on the Road, and he's a very funny dude in his own right. If you like Jasper Red, check out Mandel. I think you'll like Mandel. He's got a he's got a funny rhythm, too, and uh, his name is like a man sandal, and he's funny as hell. Uh, email us at suttpod at gmail.com. Rate, uh, rate, review, all that good stuff, and subscribe. We love having you. And check out that Comedy Central stand-up YouTube for a bunch of more good stuff. We'll see you next week. On behalf of Coach T, I'm Tom Takar. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast.